Making Permanent Gains As we enter the new year, it's traditional to use this juncture as an opportunity to make resolutions about how we'd like to improve our life. It's a little discouraging, however, to think back on previous New Year's resolutions and realize that we'd resolve to change the same things in years past without any discernible results. How much exercise equipment is bought at the beginning of the new year, only to be sold unused a few months later? Yet, at the same time, it's encouraging to reflect that we've never given up hope and are still trying. Our desire to improve remains with us because it's prompted from a higher level of our own consciousness. Once, I was leading a New Year's retreat at the Expanding Light, during which we each made a list of resolutions for the coming year. During a break in the class, one of the students came up to me and said, I find that very depressing. What do you mean? I asked him in surprise. You've been on the spiritual path for a long time now, he replied, and you still have things about yourself that you want to change? Fortunately, a friend of mine, Roma, happened to be walking by at that moment and rescued me. With a twinkle in her eye, she said, Davy is the only one in the community who isn't perfect yet. That's why we have her working with the guests. We all laughed, and I hope the young man realized that the search for perfection is a long process. There's an aspect of personal transformation that's often overlooked, and it's the main thought I want to share with you today. To make lasting improvements in our life, it takes more than our own personal efforts. True inner change comes about through a combination of sincere devotion to God and the grace that it draws. One of my favorite passages in the Bhagavad Gita is, To those who meditate on me as their very own, their hearts ever united to me by incessant inward worship, I supply their deficiencies and make permanent their gains. Chapter 9, Shloka 22. It is God who supplies our deficiencies. He, she alone, knows our shortcomings, loves us unconditionally in spite of them, and gives us the strength and understanding to transcend them. Our minds may be clouded by past karmic tendencies, but when the light of God's love and wisdom shines in, we gain the power and clarity to overcome them. And it is God who makes permanent our gains. Sometimes it's hard to see the spiritual progress we've made. We can become so focused on how much we have still to go that we fail to appreciate how far we have already come. Remember, whatever progress we've made remains with us on some level because it's based on the truth of our own being. Through our devotion, the sense of I-ness that identifies with our limitations begins to dissolve. When, time and again, we stray from the knowledge of who we really are, God is there to steer us back on course towards our own highest potential. So as we enter the new year, remember, whatever the outer circumstances, to keep your love for God 
foremost in your mind. This is the most powerful and effective way to turn our resolutions into realities. Referring to the passage quoted earlier, Swami Kriyananda writes in The Essence of the Bhagavad Gita, explained by Paramahansa Yogananda, quote, Thus, the highest teaching which Krishna expounds here is to love God, the infinite spirit, above all, to meditate on him as one's very own. God alone can lift us out of the relativities of karmic merits and demerits into the absolute peace and freedom of infinite being. End quote. Wishing you a blessed and joyful new year, Nayaswami Devi. Well, dear friends, we send, as I said in the closing, we do send our prayers to you that this coming year may be one of spiritual growth and of deeper remembrance of God throughout each day, throughout every hour of each day. This is the way to freedom. Making lists of resolutions, that's all very good. But without the insight, the deeper insight that comes from grace, divine grace, we can't really get a handle on it. I know there have been instances in my own life when I've been working on something for years and then through God's grace, all of a sudden I see clearly what the problem was within myself. And when you, and that's, you, we can't do that by our own efforts. It needs the grace to call the guru of God to come in and say, look, look in the mirror. They, they often use the image that the guru is the flawless mirror that reflects to you exactly who you are, but not with judgment or condemnation, but with the sense of this is who you really are. This is your true self. And then you look at the little limiting thoughts and behavior patterns and habits, and you say, that's not who I am. Why am I clinging to that? But we can't do that. Even by willpower, we can't do it. It needs that higher, that window of grace to open up up from higher consciousness, and then the light shines, and then we can see what really needs to happen. And remember, too, that it is a long process. We were talking with a friend yesterday about the process of personal transformation, and she said she she's new to spiritual teachings, and she said, I really see that reincarnation has to be true because we come in with these tendencies and why would we have them? And then she looked at us with a little trepidation. She said, but if we don't learn the lessons in one life, do we have to start all over again in the next life? And that the answer to that question is also found in the Bhagavad Gita where Arjuna, who Master tells us that was he in a previous life, Arjuna asked Krishna, who was Babaji, is Babaji, and he says he asked the same question. He said, if I don't achieve the state of consciousness, if I don't overcome the obstacles and learn my lessons in this life, what becomes of all my effort? And with great reassurance to us, Krishna answers, 
Know this for a truth, Arjuna. No effort is ever lost. Wherever you finish in one incarnation, you pick up with that momentum, with that understanding, with that acquired wisdom in the next life, and it carries you forward. So just with great hope, with great faith, and most of all, with great devotion, let's go forward. Who knows what the year holds? There are foreboding indications on the horizon, but we never know. We never know what the divine plan is. But if it's a challenging year for you as an individual, for our country, for our planet, whatever, for the human race, whatever it may come, remember that the way out is devotion to God and the changes that that brings about that enable us to be spiritual heroes no matter what is going on around us. So we send you our love and our blessings for 2023. May it be a time of ever-deepening awareness of God's presence within and without.